Hey, welcome to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. One of us has got bifocals, the other is Tom. Uh, bifocals? It doesn't sound good. No, it's not. So this is just a new revelation. This is something new to add to uh, my checklist of officially getting old. Now, I don't want to admit that I'm getting old, but science and, and, uh, and other stuff like that is proven to me that I am. I had a video that uh, our producer's son, Josh, put on Facebook for another project we do, and my hair looked like... Um, I mean, it, 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 you've said it already today. It looked like a dumpster fire. There was nothing good going on with it. So uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like my hair is getting a little out of whack. In fact, I get in bed nowadays, and I'm like the back of my neck's itching. Uh-huh. You know, because the hair is just like scratching my neck. Because, see, I look at your quaff right now, your hair, what you got going on. I'm envious. I think it looks good, man. Yeah, it's just your – I got the old bloody – Yeah, the baloney on the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to go. Just – and see, Leslie, right? Well, you know, I'll call her in a second, but Leslie will tell you that the mistake that you and I are both making. We're hanging on. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we think because we've got the long, luscious hair on the side, it gives us uh, the appearance of having a full head of hair. Uh, but she said it's actually hurting us. If, if we cut it short, I agree. It would look better. So I agree with her 100%. And in fact, I did once, well, not that long ago, I cut it short. And then COVID hit, the pandemic. Yeah. And I just haven't. I haven't been bothered to go to the hairdresser yet. So you don't want to go too short because then you'll have what's called the Friar Tuck. Do you know what the Friar Tuck is? Mm -mm. The Friar Tuck, he was in uh, Robin Hood. And it's where you just got the hair along the side and a little up on the top. Uh, And then it looks like you're wearing a yarmulke, but it's not. It's just your skull showing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want the Friar Tuck. No. Well, yeah. You just don't want to hang on, do you? Well, you know what? I'm hanging on with everything I got, bro. So I had to go get my eyes done the other day. How'd you go? Wow, this is not good. So I go there, and it's all COVID protected, got the mask on, and you go in there, and uh, it's, it's Walcott Optical, and they, they've been a big supporter of mine through everything, through thick and thin. If you need sunglasses or eyeglasses, I'm telling you right now, go check out Walcott Optical, okay? So I go in there, and it's probably been about five years since I've had my eyes done, checked. And, I was, and they were like, hey, do you think it's time? And I was like, yeah, probably. So I go in there, and he's like, hey, what's the line, you, the lowest line you can read? And it was the second line down. That's not good. Yeah, because it usually goes about six down. And he goes, ooh. And now you don't ever want to hear, ooh, when you're getting a haircut, a doctor, or a tattoo. You know what I mean? If you ever hear, ooh, that's not good. No. And so we start going through all that, and uh, he goes, are you ready for this? And I go, for what? And he goes, I think you need bifocals. And I go, no, no, bifocals are for old people. I don't need bifocals. He goes, (laughs) well, I'm looking at the numbers, and it looks like you need bifocals. What are they? So basically, it's two glasses in one. Oh, no. Yeah, so you've got the top part of your glass so you can see everything clear in the distance and what your normal uh, you know, prescription is. And the bifocal is at the bottom to where when you're reading stuff. So it's all – imagine, does your dad wear a pair of glasses just to read? Yes. So those, so those are the bottom part of the bifocals. So it's all in one. And what I'm getting is called this progressive lens, which is – we're getting probably too deep in the, the weeds. But it, it goes from my normal prescription and then gradiates down into the bifocal. Right. Yeah. I think probably the, the most prolific guy who ever wore bifocals – Benjamin Franklin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Franklin. <laughs> and I have the same haircut as Ben Franklin. I'm, I'm, I'm reading all about it. Yeah. Bi- I've never heard of it. Bifocals. Bifocals. I guess there's something called trifocals. Yeah, well. and so really the progressive is a trifocal, right. and, 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 it, and it encompasses all of that. So, yeah, I'm officially, I got bifocals, man. Right. But I got some cool ones. 
They're going to be like Yeah, no, I'm looking at like uh, You can get some really neat looking glasses There's this place out right now That I'm I'm looking into uh, Kind of endorsing And doing some work with They're called Reader Rays Oh And Reader Rays are Bifocal sunglasses So for when you're kind of At my age And you're riding your Harley Or you're fly fishing Or you're golfing They're cool sunglasses With readers in them That you won't really know That they're readers in there so you just look like a cool guy with cool sunglasses. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the look of some cool sunnies. Yeah, but then you got the cheat code of the bifocal in the bottom. Have you ever been a fan of the ones that you kind of like clip up and... No. Yeah. That was big Revenge of the Nerd style, you know what I mean? Back in the 80s. And then here's another conversation we had. So do you know about transition lens? I don't know. I know very little, if anything, about glass. So you got pretty good eyesight? For now. Okay, because I want I, I question that with that outfit you're wearing. Yeah, that's fine. You, well, you, you do that every week. So yeah, now, you know what I'm I mean? not used to. So, it. like, I was like, either he doesn't have a mirror or he's got bad eyesight because nobody puts those things together. That's fine. You say that every week. So I'm just used to it. Now. Okay, okay. So, a transition lens is is when you go outside, it transitions into a sunglass. It the, the actual glass darkens. Also, you don't need a clip up. Nah, and then when you come in, it transitions into a clear lens. But there's about a three-minute... Genius. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, there's a three-minute transition. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah, so when you come in, so you got your sunglasses on. It's very dark for three minutes. You know, the guy who does our commercials, Vaughn, he's got transition lenses. I did not know that. Yeah. And so when you come in, and then they were like, do you want that? And I was like, ah, I don't think I'm ready for that step. Let's just go with the bifocals and see how that goes. But that's... Getting old sucks, man. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. You have to embrace it. Yeah, and I think I'm pretty good about it. I mean, I'm in shape. I feel good. I'm not like Jack LaLanne strong, but I am But I'm, I think I'm stronger at 46 than I was at 40 for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, but I am losing my hair. Yeah. And I got bifocals. Yeah, well, I'm 20 years your junior and I'm losing my hair. I don't have bifocals and I don't think I'll need them for a while. But mom and dad both have reading glasses, so I, I think one day I'll get there. Uh-huh. Um, but in fact, I had to go to the DMV the other day. Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah, and um, renew my license. So I can read that without having to have glasses on. You can read that when you're at the DMV? Yeah, I'm legal to drive around without glasses. Right, okay. But I figure I should probably do everything I can to give me that edge, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially, you know, if you're on the golf course and you've got a four-foot putt for 20K. Well, I mean, I just, for instance, we went golfing last Monday. Yeah. And I killed you, and I couldn't even see the ball. Yes, this is true. And, and that's got to be embarrassing for a guy 20 years younger. Younger than I, you know, I, I wouldn't say say that because I hadn't played in quite some time. I don't want excuses. Tr- it's not an excuse. I'm just not upset about it. I mean, the truth is, I you're mean, trying to get under my skin. I'm just bigger and, and braver than you are, and I'm saying no, you're not going to get under my skin by saying that. Although now I'm coming across as if you are getting under my skin, it's making me angry. Speaking of golf, I see you got the misses out. Yeah, she, so, so Instagram told me because you never answer your phone on the weekends. I am pretty bad at that, and I do apologize. But you're not the only one. I want you to know. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so so well, we spoke about it. Uh, I think a few episodes ago. She yeah, she said, said hey, let's let's go. I said okay. I said let's let's go. And so she booked tea time. It was our anniversary last. You should uh, know this date. Well, I know the date. I just can't remember what day. Okay, I think it was Wednesday. Did you get her a gift? Um, I did not. But, well, we went out for dinner and we celebrated that way and I bought dinner and that's normally how we go about it. At least a card? No, I didn't get her anything. Did she get you something? No. Okay. Scares me because she's she normally gets me something and uh-huh. I'm pretty bad not getting Anyway, whatever. I don't think she did, but... Anyway, so she booked the tea time. 
So we just went up to Eaglewood, which is, of course... Um, I used to live there, North Salt Lake. North Salt Lake, uh, kind of up on the mountains. Uh, pretty cheap, which is good, but but for the price, I think really worth it. Most courses in Utah are a decent course, yeah. even, even the ones that aren't are. I think Bountiful Ridge up the road's a bit busier than Eaglewood. Yeah. Uh, people prefer Bountiful Ridge, but I, I like Eaglewood. Sure. Um, so you did nine. We just played the back nine. Yeah, it was fun. And... Um, Inside the houses and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it was. But she's she's quite good. Really? But has she ever played before? No. Huh. So we've gone to Top Golf. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think we we even went to the driving range, uh, not at Top Golf at a golf course, quite a few years ago now, five years, six years ago. Uh, but she, uh, golf runs in her family. So both sets of her grandparents uh, have golfing history. I believe it's her mum's side in particular like uh like they've got state championships oh wow like really good so she, so she inherited a swing and she's got a nice swing on and 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 you know it's so ca- scary really scary because um do you remember when you were learning to golf yeah uh i do too and i remember people that weren't very good tell me what to do you know you'd go out with friends yeah and they'd say, Keep your head down, turn it in, make sure you turn your hips. Yeah, and then like next shot, they'd shank it OB right. Yeah. And you're like, well, I have a hard time listening to you. Like, <laughs> I know I'm not good, but like, are you good at, are you that good at, and I feel the same thing now with Kate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, I, I'm okay, I, but I'm not, I'm not great. I shoot anywhere in the 80s normally, sometimes high, sometimes low, but it's, it's basically bogey golf. Yeah. Maybe a bit better, to, whatever, it's not good. But it's not. I understand what you're saying because I had the same thing kind of happen uh, when my girlfriend Leslie. She's like, "Hey, I'm let's gonna, go. Let's, I'm gonna. You love to golf. I like to be with you, so I'm gonna learn to golf so I can be with you, which is endearing and, and lovely. Yes. And we went one time with her and her daughter, and I realized real quick that I'm not a teacher, I'm not a coach, and this is not going to end well if I continue to try to be. So did you? So you took the approach of really trying to coach them? Well, no, because they, they just thought you golf all the time. Have they ever swung? Uh, no, not a lot. I mean, I think they've done the same thing your wife had, been to driving range and top golf and stuff like that. And so they, they made me the teacher or the coach because they were like, you go all the time. You must understand this game and the mechanics. You, should, you could be able to help us. And I thought, well, maybe I can do it a little bit, but no. I'm not a good coach. I'm not a good teacher. Mm. And so I could just, I, I saw the writing on the wall. This is going to end in tears and bad words. And this is not going to be fun for anybody. An argument. Yeah. Yeah. So Leslie went and got golf lessons for my kids and her kids. They all went, did a three week uh, lesson. Did that help them a lot? Uh, they've got a good swing. They understand the mechanics. And it wasn't me telling them what to do. So, yeah. So they, they like, yeah. I don't know if Kate's there yet. But so what? So here's what I would say to Kate is, because she'd get agitated at herself. i said, look, there's no point in getting angry. Like, even if I'm playing bad, I try not to get angry. Yeah. I might get a little frustrated on, on sure. if I lose a ball, OB right or left or whatever. But I'm never going to get angry because you're playing golf. Yeah. And you're outside. Yeah. And generally, you know, it's pretty scenic, right? Mm-hmm. Scenery's pretty nice. You're on a golf course. It smells good. The grass is cut. And so you should never get angry on the golf course. Certainly you can get agitated, but she's getting quite frustrated that 
she, you know, because she'd have a few times she'd miss swing and miss, yeah. wouldn't be able to hit the ball. But uh, so the only thing I really told her was, "Hey, just keep your eye on the ball." Yeah, that's it. Just focus on the ball. See, and and, hit it. Yeah, Leslie. You know, she. I sometimes have to turn my back because she says I'm intimidating. Uh, so so she can swing and not have me look. But I, you know, I've said this about golf probably for the past ten years. Golf is like sex and pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still good. pretty good. You know what I mean? You mm. just go, hey, this is okay. Yeah. You know, all things considered, yeah, we're here. Not a pro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, hopefully there's not too much money on the line. Well, I, 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 I want to see if she's – so did you guys make plans to go out again? We haven't yet, no. So um, – but she was, re- she was really good. Like, I, like, much better than I was when I – like, the first time I went out, I, I'm sure I was much worse than she was. So kudos to her and um, – yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if we're going to go out again. She doesn't have a set of clubs, so I think that's maybe get them for anniversary. Maybe that's what. I don't know if that's a good anniversary gift. Well, it's better than the one you got her now, which is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. You know, I think she'd prefer a box of chocolates and oh, a set of golf clubs. But yeah. we we have a friend that she borrowed from, so maybe we can do that. I don't. I don't know. We'd have to. I'd have to ask her. But uh, it was certainly an experience, and I can I can understand how um, relationships. Become tested. Yes, on the course. Yeah. How was her putting? She'd been going to the gym a bit too much. She was hitting it way past the a little hole. firm. And then I'd say, "Hey, just hit it like half, half the percentage that you did then." She'd hit it. Yeah, she'd barely tap it. <laughs> so she she struggled on the green. But um, her best play was her driver. She'd tee it up and she'd hit it straight. Yeah. And that's that's half the game right there. Yeah, 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 like you get off the box, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, no, her driving was anyway. So, so recently you just took a vacation with the missus. This is probably the first one with uh, Young Bubbles, right? Yeah, this is the first one. I think it was the first time he left the state. Wow, he went up to Idaho. Yeah, it was like Wyoming, Idaho, right on the border, like yeah. Palisades. How was it? Beautiful. How did the baby do? He did great. Really? Yeah, the drive up, he was fine. Four hours. In a, in a car seat? Yeah. You didn't have to stop and feed? So we stopped once in um, Bingham City. Brigham? Brigham City, sorry. Brigham. 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 I can't pronounce that. Yeah, it's Brigham. Yeah, it's a different world up there, man. It's not that far from here. I, I know, which is crazy. Yeah. It's, complete, it's a different world. <laughs> I, I kind of want you to go on, but I can kind of see where this is going. No, 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 no. Like, uh, I, I was just amazed at the fields. Oh, yeah. And open. And I don't know what they grow. What do they grow? Corn? Uh, yeah, probably some, some corn, wheat, <laughs> no peaches. Brigham's really known for its peaches. They oh, have really? peach days. Uh, they have these called sink peaches. And you call them that because you're supposed to eat them over the sink because they're so juicy. Um, you just like, oh, yeah. Collapse, huh? Yeah, see, I went up to school up. And, so did you go up through Sardine Canyon and Logan Canyon? No, we didn't. Oh, you just got off the road to Brigham. Yeah, we had, we had to have a pit stop. I think Bubbles was uh, around that time. He was ready to feed or we had to change his... Um, Maybe both. Nappy or both, yeah. but um, Or diaper, I should say. But yeah, we, so we stopped. And then from there, we just went. And that was like three hours because what? Brigham or Bingham or whatever Brigham. the name is, Brigham. It's yeah. like an hour, right, from yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah, so it was like three hours just straight. Listening to tunes, talking. Beautiful, man. Yeah, I just don't know how people live out there, though. Why? Because what do you do? Well, Get on the tractor? Yeah, you farm. You shoot. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah, couldn't do it. So my wife asked me a question. I'd, I'd be interested to hear your answer before we, before we take, a, take break. a break and go to Halloween conversation because I'm excited about that. But... 
how much money? Like, well, I'm talking like middle of Idaho. Mm-hmm. Like, bang smack, nothing around. Pocatello's three hours that way. Palisades is a couple hours that way, whatever. H- how much money would you need to live up there? Well, like someone to pay me to live up there? Or? Yeah, like if someone said, hey, I got a job for you. Uh-huh. You know, in the middle of absolutely nothing. Like, what would you say? Okay, the only, I'd only do that for this amount of money. I said 250K. Quarter of a million, I'd do it. Wouldn't go anywhere for 10 years. Retire, move to Hawaii. I, it depends on, some people would do it for 60 grand. If it's just a good li- living, you know what I mean? Just go up there and. Have your peace and quiet, your acre, and just call it cool. Yeah, no, nah, not for me, man. I mean, I, I'm I, a city boy. Is there a golf course around? I think actually we drove by an RV, RV and golf. Yeah, perfect. I'm in. Geez, you are old, aren't you? Yeah. The average age at the old RV and golf park is 84, probably. No. Nah, probably, but 84 year olds can't drive. Uh, probably 63. Yeah, which is 20 years away from me. Yeah. I'm all right. Quickly. Yeah. When you retire. Yeah. You, you kind of retired already. You, all you do is bloody golf. But are you going to like be one of those uh, people that buys an RV and just travels America? No, I had an RV when I was on the, uh, TV. And, uh, I mean, I do like the RV. If I have to go camping, that's the way I want to do it. But I'm more of a cabin type mm. of guy that I'd like to have a cabin and just go up there and chill. I don't want an RV. It seems a lot of work. And most people realize they've got to store it, and then you're that house with the RV in front of it. I just feel like there are a lot of uh, people in America that when they retire, they immediately go for the RV, travel the country. Yeah, what a great way to see the country, man. Beautiful. But, like, what I've learned traveling this beautiful country is that, you know, once you've seen – and maybe this is wrong. One hayfield? Yeah, it's like there's a, a lot of empty space out there. Yeah, but then you come somewhere from like Utah and you've got all these beautiful mountains. And then everyone's got everything's every state's got their own little uniqueness to it that goes, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. I'm going to not do that when I retire. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to go to Europe. Okay. Yeah. What part? All of it. Okay. And your wife's cool with this? Of course. You haven't even asked. Yeah, we spoke about it on the trip because that's what—that's why I brought bring it up. Oh. I'm like, you see a lot of RVs out in the middle of nowhere. There's no RVs in Europe. Well, not, but I, maybe there are, but I would rather go to Europe than to uh, America. Okay, personally, because you can go to different countries and we go to different states here. You're listening yeah. to Dad Tastic, a podcast about two dads coming up. We're talking Halloween. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Dad Tastic. Right now, we want to. Tackle the topic of Halloween. It's October. Yeah, it's October, and Halloween is probably one of my favorite holidays. I really like Halloween. So I feel like you say that about every holiday. No. Where where does it really rain? Like, every every holiday's great. Okay. So back when I was drinking, I liked uh, Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) I liked St. Patrick's Day. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. You know, the holidays that went hand in hand with drinking. But I always liked Halloween because I've got three young kids okay. and it's and I like dressing up. We've already been to the Spirit Halloween store to kind of do a little fact finding as I call it because you don't want to commit to a costume too early. But you don't want to wait too long because then they're all gone. So we like to go there at the beginning, walk around and see what kind of is popping and what's going on. But then also you don't want the costume that everybody else has. You don't want to be 9 million Groots. You know what Groot is? Uh, is it like that character off uh, the stump movie? They look like stumps. The Avengers? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to all be a bunch of groots. And so we went on a fact-finding. But Halloween, I love Christmas. I like Thanksgiving. Um, those are probably my the, the top three. Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas? Yeah. Interesting. But I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day. I don't think many men are. Yeah, I think it's a manufactured holiday. I like to show my girlfriend or my ex-wife or, or whoever I was with at the time that I love them year-round, not just on that one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We are divorced. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't so good. You weren't, probably weren't great at that, it sounds like. <laughs> no, but I'm learning. You know yeah, what I mean? There's a Scott family motto. It's only stupid if you do it twice. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so Halloween. Uh, big in Australia? Doesn't exist. Well, I told you. what Did I... Yeah, but I don't often listen to you. My mom handed out apples. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Don't hand out apples. Don't hand out pennies. And don't hand out toothbrushes. No, I will say this. Okay, so I lived in, I was fortunate, I lived in Tokyo, Japan, yeah. for six years growing up, uh, between the ages, my ages of six and 12. So kind of right in the heart of my uh, childhood. And we lived in, a, in, a, in an apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And in that apartment complex, there were a ton of Americans. So growing up, I mean, it was... A ton of fun. We would uh, trick-or-treat throughout the apartments. And there were, I don't know, 10 stories and 10, uh, 10 apartments on each floor. And Sounds like 100. Yeah, it was beautiful. So as a kid, you know, between those ages of 6 and 12, we, Halloween was a big deal. So although I didn't really grow up with it, you know, when I lived in Japan, I certainly got involved. You got a taste of it. And so I understand why kids... Really love it. Now, right I now, loved it. Now, right now, it's a perfect storm because Halloween's on a Friday, which is amazing. Because normally, if Halloween was on a Tuesday, kids would stay until 10, eating all kinds of candy, and have to go to school the next day. Miserable for the teachers, miserable for the kids, miserable for the parents. Everybody was miserable. But now, it's on a Friday. But then you throw in the pandemic. Now what? Are you going to be able to go... House to house, are you going to be able to do the trunk or treating? The CDC says those are high-risk activities. You should not be doing those. Well, and, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Contact. Yeah, so, but I, I don't know how I feel about this, well, man. Well, yeah, you're old. You're going to not follow the CDC guidelines. No, 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 not, nece- not necessarily. No, so here's the deal. So there's a bunch of people, that, there's a bunch of different ways to spin this. So people are doing these things called Halloween trees where you get individual trick goodie bags goodie bags and you hang them on a tree and people walk by and they just pull them so they're not walking up to your house ringing let's the doorbell. Be real. let's be real for yeah a like, like you're uh, an eight-year-old casey scott i'm an eight-year-old tom hackett i'm taking everyone i'm not just taking one yeah yeah come on man. yeah but so the neighborhood i live in is pretty cool like one lady she does uh cinnamon rolls hot cinnamon rolls one other lady did a soup bar so you'd go in there and she'd have 15 different soups and it was, you know, but then that was for the parents. Oh, and, for the parents. I was yeah. going to say kids probably aren't all into the, but the, the kids, cheddar broccoli. But it, it's pretty good. And that was one of them. It was really good. Cheddar broccoli. So I'm trying to broccoli figure out cheddar. exactly what I'm going to do. So, like, you can't leave. So I'm in the same, I'm in the same dilemma because about a month ago I was at the Costco with Kate and we saw that Halloween candy was out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, like, we believe that. There are certain certain candies that are better than others. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we go with the like the, the you know those large packets, and they all come with their own little um, individual individual wrappings, and l- like the Skittles, the gummy bears, mm-hmm. like like they're the chocolate's not really that popular in in our household. Although we love chocolate 
and we often nibble on chocolate after dinner. But you like the expensive dark chocolates and yeah, yeah. Uh, no, like Halloween candy to me should be sugary, chewy, not chocolate. I mean, there should be a little bit of risk involved. Like you want something that's so chewy that you could lose a filling. Like the Sour Patch Kids, man. Or a now and later. I'm going to have a little now, and then there's going to be some stuck in my teeth for later. That's the kind of candy that I want. I'm, I'm with you. You know, and so, you know, do you know about a dad tax? A dad? Yeah, well, okay, so you, your kids go out and get yeah. a bag, and then and you And they say, come back, and you got to – well, technically, you're making sure that there's no razor blades in the candy. Yeah, it's not and poisonous. They're, they're not poisonous. Yeah. And for that, you can charge a dad tax. Yes. And that means you get to pick two or three pieces that you just pull aside and go, these are for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do that. I mean, I, okay. What are you th- about to admit? Well, I'm just saying there's so many different directions we can go right now. Oh, you're trying so, to think. So I'm trying to figure out. So right now, I think I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna be standing by the door, <laughs> and if and if people you are and if people want to come, I'm gonna give them some candy. So you know what you need you need to be smarter than this. Well, I've never been accused of that. <laughs> you need to have one of those. Um, I got a fog machine. Well, that you can use that, but like the uh, the hands, you know, like the but you can yeah. with this end. It's longer. Oh yeah, yeah. You need to be using that. Like, come on, keep your six feet of social distance, will you? Don't be like grabbing it, handing it to people. Yeah, I, I, and maybe yeah. Like you got to be smarter. You got to come up like figure out a way to stand by the door. Have you can have the because the, half the fun is for me to see the kids in their costumes, man. Yeah, that's fine. I, I want to see them. That's fine, but like. Have the bowl here, grab it with your mechanical hand, hand it to them. You know what? I don't often agree with you, but that is genius. Because then you can keep your distance. Yeah. And I think you can get away with it then. But I'd still probably wear a mask. A mask. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. A mask. And then a a grabber hand. Yeah. And then I think I'd be cool. Are you going to be handing out candy? I I honestly haven't thought about it. But I really want to. Because it's the... Like, I've only... We bought the home in August of last year, but we did a few uh, fixer-ups and renovated it a, a little bit, not a ton, but we weren't in last October. Nah. Uh, so we didn't move in until earlier this year in February. And you seem to have a pretty good neighborhood that's probably... It's got quite a few kids in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we walk the dog most nights and we see a ton of kids running around. And So I, I really do want to do it because we weren't able to do it last year. Um, and so this will kind of be the first year. And we got, obviously, Bubbles is... And he's not going to really have much of an idea, but he's seven months now, and I must admit he's starting to figure it out. So is, are you going to dress Bubbles up? Yeah. What, what are you dressing Bubbles up as? You want me to tell you now? Yeah. So, um... And, and who came up with this idea? I want to Kate, know everything about Kate it. Kate did. Yeah, yeah. And anytime, anytime there's something creative, I don't have much to do with it. She's the creative one. But so, um, Kate, I'm going to be Steve Irwin... Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, the crocodile hunter. Yeah. Uh, my wife's going to be Bindi, his wife. That's his daughter, isn't it? Or well, whatever his wife's name okay. is. Bindi's the daughter. Oh, okay. Bindi's the daughter. And and Bubbles is going to be a crocodile. Oh. You like that? I'm yeah. going to tackle him. Yeah. I'm going to tackle the croc. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to roll him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to tackle him. Yeah. I, that's, that's good. I mean, I mean, it's kind of cliche, isn't it? Like. You know, oh, I married an Australian. He's Steve Irwin. Like, you know, what am I going to start saying? G'day, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a crocodile hunter. 
and today we're going to go tackle some crocs. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. Oh, thanks. I'm from the country, so you'd hope I'd be okay at it. Did you, uh, did you ever know Crocodile Dundee? Uh, the movie? Yeah, no, I never watched it growing up. Really? Yeah. There's like three of them, and they're yeah. all awesome. Now yeah, that's I, a knife. Yeah, I don't know if um, they were all that popular in Australia. Oh, they weren't? Well. Was he a sellout? Was he considered a sellout? I don't think so. But, like, when did they come out? I don't know. Probably the 80s. Exactly. Like, I mean, when I was a teenager. Well, that's, that's part of the problem here is I, I was born in 1992. Yeah, and I graduated in 92. I mean, but it was good. So, like, you got you got to remember that. But you figured, I mean, it celebrated your country. And he was a national hero. He does well, super America, commercials now. In America, he was a big deal. So the movies came out. I'm going to say 86. You were right. 1986. Uh, September 26th. Huh. I was there in the movie theaters watching it. And, uh, I mean, Paul Hogan is a pretty big deal. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know how big a deal the movie was because and it's hard for me to say because um i was born in 92 by the time i was old enough to kind of remember uh i was into finding nemo and oh. monsters inc yeah and, same as my daughter you know what i mean yeah hey let's uh let's talk about candy again so oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so you that. like uh the kind of chewy candy uh gummy bears man gummy uh, have you ever put gummy bears in the freezer yes game changer so good game gummy changer. bears gummy worms anything gummy okay so here's what the cdc is saying is a high-risk activity for halloween participating in traditional trick-or-treating having a trunk or treat you know what a trunk or treat is uh in the back of a truck well, so basically what it is, instead of having kids go around to all these big neighborhoods, you find a parking lot, everybody pulls up and gets their car, and then they open up the trunk, and so the kids go around to each of the cars. That doesn't sound cool, man. It's actually pretty cool if you want to get it done in a quick time. And if you kind of live in a rural area. That's that the it, way to do it, because yeah, the houses are so far So far away. So gosh. the trunk or treating is pretty popular, especially in bigger cities. Um, the attending a crowded costume parties, they're saying that's not a good idea. Which I, I, I get, but I also don't get if everybody's wearing a mask. Well, what if they're outside? Yeah, but it might be too cold. There's Halloween been, can get cold. There's been winters, uh, I mean, Halloween's that where there was snow on the ground that I remember my mom driving us around, and we had to wear parkas over our Halloween costumes. And people would be like, what are you? Like, a parka. Yeah, I'm Darth Vader, but I got a parka on because it's blistering cold out there. <laughs> Uh, going to an indoor haunted houses, they're saying that's very high. And right now, Utah loves their haunted houses. And I've been hearing commercials everywhere about haunted houses. And the, the one benefit of this what you- is the six feet away because they're going to they're gonna space everything. So you're going to be able to get more time in the haunted houses. So I think that's going to be a good deal if you decide to go. Uh, hay rides or tractor rides, not a good idea. Uh, using alcohol and drugs, which can cloud judgment, increase risky behavior. That's not a good idea, and, and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. They're saying Here's what they're saying real quick, and then we'll get on to the candy. Low-risk activities. Okay, this is what we want to hear. This is what you should be doing. Carving or decorating pumpkins. We do that. We do a, a carving contest every year. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. And then you put the pumpkins on top. Everybody throws in five bucks. And when the kids come up to get the candy, they got to pick which pumpkin's the best. And that person gets all the money and their name on the trophy for the year. Wow. It's pretty good. Put a candle in the pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Whatever you want. I mean, I yeah, some of the – they're great. Uh, Decorating your house. 
doing a Halloween scavenger hunt where children are given a list of Halloween-themed things to look for while they walk outdoors from houses to admire the Halloween decorations. They say that's pretty cool. There's no candy involved. Ooh, this one's probably going to be big. A virtual Halloween costume contest. So you're going to get everybody on Zoom. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's... So you know what my wife... Well, keep going. And then okay, I'll, I'll I'm almost you. done. Uh, have a Halloween movie night. What's your favorite Halloween movie? Uh, wouldn't know. Harry Potter. That's not a Halloween movie. That's spooky, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not really a Halloween movie. It's just kind of more of a... Well, wasn't there a movie called Halloween? Yeah, that's, that's freaky. Yeah, let's go with that one. Mike Myers. See anyone I know. You've never seen it? Uh, I'm sure I've seen... I think I've seen parts of it. I, I don't know. I'm, let's, let's change subjects. Have any scavenger hunt style or trick-or-treat search with your household members in or around your house. Uh, so you're just kind of staying in your own bubble. Yeah, it's not going to happen, is it, in America? This is America. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to think it... It would? No, it's not going to happen. I think the streets are going to be littered with kids. Yeah. I do, too. And that's, uh, well, good for the kids, bad for everybody else, really. Yeah. You know? Um, But my wife had had this idea, and I think this is a pretty cool idea. She's going to, um, so we we, we bought pumpkins, Mm -hmm. and we put our uh, pumpkins on our steps Mm -hmm. uh, in front of our house. So that's kind of cool. We're getting into the theme a little bit. and um, But she's thinking about building... Like a uh, screen, a, a white screen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and putting it out in the front of the house. And then maybe just putting a few camp chairs out there or something, or just a big rug, picnic rug, and uh, playing, uh, projecting a movie onto the screen. That's a good for idea. Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and then as the kids come by, they can stop. You can throw candy at them. Or from behind the screen. Uh, yeah, I like that. Hopefully I don't poke an eye out. But, uh, yeah, you don't get suckers. No. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Ah! Um, but yeah, playing a movie. What movie? I don't know. It's my wife's idea. Probably Hocus Pocus or something kid friendly. Isn't that new? Isn't the Hocus Pocus? Just no, no, that's an old movie. Well, there's a, there's a new show called Witches Out. But well, no, everybody's watching Hocus Pocus right now. Did it just come out on Netflix or something? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's been around for a while. Sarah Jessica Parker and then two other girls. Love Sarah and Jessica you do? Parker. Well, I used to. The twins? No, <laughs> that's who are the twins? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, Mary Kate and Ashley, man. So I tell you what. Parker. See, you can Is get she away with Sex in the City. Yeah, you can get away with that. If I said I love Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, that just makes me creepy. But well, I, yeah, but they were like kind of big when I was younger, and I think they're still a few years older than me. Yeah. Dang, are they really older than you? How old are they? I don't know. Is Sarah Jessica? I'm, I'm looking up Sarah. Jessica. They were the twins in uh, Full House. Oh, I love Sarah. So, so um, confession. Yeah, I binged watched Sex in the City when I was like 15. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know why. I just got really I, into. I, I, sex I know and why sex. because sex was in the title. Maybe, but like, what do you mean? Maybe? Of course, that's the only reason. Well, I don't know if that's the only because there's a lot of episodes in that. Yeah, like, and there's quite a few seasons from memory as well. Yeah, and so like. Wouldn't you think? The, wouldn't you think like uh, once you're like three episodes in? Yeah. If you didn't like it, you probably wouldn't keep watching it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. You were in, and, 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 and there, there isn't that much sex in there. No, uh-uh. in fact, I don't. It's know more city than sex, certainly. Yeah, yeah, but maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I was 15 and just being like, "Well, like, sex in the in the title. One of these episodes, <laughs> one of them's gonna, gonna get good. <laughs> one of them's gonna hit. I'm nine seasons in. Oh, but she was the main character. Yeah, yeah, no, Carrie I like, Bradshaw. I like her. I'm, I watched him too, but I was an adult and. Oh it, yeah, yeah. My, my my parents were living in Tokyo at the time, uh-huh. and uh, I think I was in uh, I was 
visiting them because I was living in Melbourne. Yeah. I went to boarding school for those that don't know, but anyway, that's another subject. And uh, yeah, I was I was visiting mum and dad. Well, who do you think has the best candy? Do you think it's Halloween or Easter? Halloween. Hello. Hi, Leslie. You're on the podcast. Please don't swear. How are you? Good. Well, so, hey, we had a little drama around the house this weekend because Leslie finally switched from an Android phone to an iPhone. Wow. And we, and we kind of had a big commitment because she's now on my plan. Wow. Not, but, but she's on my, my iTunes plan. So right now we moved it over there. So we're now getting information from all of my kids uh, who's following them and their texts and all that stuff. So we got to go to get this figured out today. But that's not what I'm calling you about. Who has the best candy, Halloween or Easter? Okay, see. What did you, we, we did not do this last year. Yeah, but not on the podcast, so play along. <laughs> um, I'm going with Easter. See? And I, I know you think it's Halloween, but I, and you go back to your Facebook post, and it was Easter that won. Yeah, but that's a bunch of idiots following me. Easter one on the boat? <laughs> yeah, because Halloween clearly has the best candy. I mean, it's designed for Halloween. And I know Easter is too, but the the whole holiday is around candy. But the best candy is Easter because Easter, every candy can turn into an Easter candy. That doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it right. Because then you have more options, and so there's so much more and so much better candy. Okay. Well, we're going to get back to the candy. Uh, uh, I looked at a picture of me on Facebook the other day, and you're going to, this is going to shock you, but I think I'm balding. I know. Yesterday we went to breakfast, and it looks like I was littering. I got to go. Talk to you later. So I really do think Easter's got... Oh, uh, so here's, my, here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking. Yeah. I think Halloween should win because it's got more of a variety. Yeah. You're going to have the naysayers. They're going to go, no, Easter has the exact same thing. They go from the pumpkin Reese's peanut butter cup to the Easter egg. Well, but like tro- chocolate, yes. Mm-hmm. E- Easter's more cho- about chocolate, isn't They've it? got Starburst jelly beans for Easter. I guess jelly beans as well. Jelly beans because they're egg-shaped, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. So basically, it's just about the same candy. They just switch from a pumpkin Halloween shape to an Easter egg but, shape. Yeah, but you don't, get the, you don't get the gummies, gummy bears in Easter. Yeah, you do. You do? Yeah. It's almost the exact same candy, but I just want to put my flag in Halloween having the better candy. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. But you know what? Maybe we could ask people on Facebook. We could ask them on Instagram. Who has the better candy? Yeah, we'll put a poll out. Halloween or Easter. And we're both going with... Halloween. Amen. Stick around. More Dadtastic will be right back. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. Tom, I buried the lead. Do you know what that means? Um, You're in the news business, so you should know what that means. Like the lead story is what you want to get to because everyone's like, oh, yeah, I want to hear about that. So when you bury the lead as you go through some of the mundane stuff, like me getting bifocals, talking about Halloween candy, and forgetting that I met my girlfriend's dad for the first time after two years. Oh, okay. So this, this was something we probably should have spoken about earlier in the podcast but haven't. Because we could have talked after. about it before and after because this is kind of a big deal. So you... I've been with Leslie two years. And you met her parents for the first time? Well, I've known her mom for a long time. Oh, okay. But her dad doesn't live in Utah. 
And he was in about a year ago, and I was working, so I didn't get a chance to meet him. So he came in and spent the weekend. Uh, Just this past weekend. This past weekend. And this is the first time that I got to meet him. His name's Junior. Love the name. Where does he live? Uh, like in Flagstaff or somewhere in Arizona. Oh, no. Nice. Yeah. And so, it was, you know, I got a little nervous. So, wait. Okay. Hold on a second. Let's backtrack. So what, what, how, how did it go down? What happened? So, so Leslie had been warning me, and, you know, Leslie's a planner. That's my girlfriend. Mm. She plans everything. Mm. She plans plans. Yeah. You know, and so I know she told me about four or five months ago, hey, my dad's coming up with his aunt, and a bunch of people are going to come. You know, they're renting some rooms up at Wolf Creek. Uh, we're going to go up there and spend the weekend. Are you cool with that? Wolf five. Creek up by Heba. Yeah. No, up by uh Pineview Dam up in Eden, oh. up in Ogden. Oh, okay. You know, and, and I'm like, this is six months away. I go, I, yeah, I can sign up for that. No problem. But then it comes closer to it, and I've got some events and stuff like that. So I, I was only allowed to see him twice. So we go up there on a Thursday night. He's making his, uh, you know, his dinner. And we go up there, and I'm a little bit nervous. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to meet my girlfriend's dad, you know. Like, I hope he likes me. I'm usually good at these situations. I can come in and... and, and and be charming, and everything's going to be cool. But this is my girlfriend's dad. His approval, you know, means a lot to me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, so I get a little nervous. We're driving up there. And, you know, we walk in. And he sees me, and I see him. And gives me a hug. Nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? That set pandemic. Me, yeah. yeah. What pandemic. Yeah. yeah. You know, set, set me at ease right there, you know, and I was yes. like, cool. Yes. And so we, we, we talked and, uh, you know, we had a good time and he made some wonderful pasta and spaghetti and mm. it, it was good, good bread, good company. Everybody's sharing stories, swapping around, you know, and that was cool. I, what I, pasta? Spaghetti? Uh, I, I don't really know, but it, it's the noodles, but not, no. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I know they're all noodles, but they're like little small ones, and they're, is it rigatoni? Does it have a hole in it? Yeah. Penne? I, sure. Is it literally a noodle with a hole in it? No, Circular? but it's a, big, it's a bigger one. It's a bigger one. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was good. Let me show you a photo of Penne. I'll just call the boss. She'll tell me exactly what it was. Um, but what was so, the sauce? It was a... Red? Yeah, red sauce and had uh, spicy sausage in it. It was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, she might not answer because she knows we're doing that. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, penne. Oh, it's a penne pasta. Okay, then we don't need to talk to Leslie. So she and they had the red sauce, some good peppers, some onions, spicy sausage, a nice French bread, put some garlic butter on it. I mean, it was it was it was delicious, you know. And we sat around and ate and, and swapped stories. So then we go home that night, and I was like, "Yeah, your dad's cool." You know, how do you think it went? He's like, I think you did good, you know. And I still haven't been able to talk to her because he just left yesterday. Mm. To, so, you know, there's going to be a conversation where they talk to each other. It's like, well, what would you think about my boyfriend? You know, and so. Well, you met him again, though. There was, I saw him on Saturday. Saturday. I was only st- able to stop by because I had a DJ and event, so I was there for an hour. And once again, uh, Leslie had uh, smoked a pork butt and everything was good. And I came in, I had a cowboy hat on because I was DJing a country event. You know, I was looking the part. You know, you, you dress for the job you want, not right, the job right, you have. Right. So I went there and, and did that. And so we're talking, and um, just as we're leaving, he pulls me in for another hug. And he holds me tight, and he goes, treat her well or I'll kick your ass. 
which I thought was cool. That was funny. Yeah, and, and I said I will, and, and, and I'm and I and I'm doing it. And I said you could probably kick my ass because I've got a fake hip. And he goes, I got a fake hip too. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It reminds me. So lot. we both had fake hips, and I was like, huh, that's pretty funny. That is very funny. Once again, to put a point on, yeah, I'm getting old. Yeah. 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 So when I met um, Kate's mum and dad for the first time, yeah. my father-in-law said something similar. Uh-huh. He said, um, he said, like, literally, I'm, and I'm not exaggerating, he said, hi, nice to meet you, I'm William, you know, that's his name. And I said, hi, I'm Tom. And then right after that, he goes, I could shoot you from 800 yards. <laughs> Did, did he say Man, hold on, I'm Australian, remember? Yeah. Yeah, we don't do guns. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Oh, really? No, nobody says in Australia, hey, nice to meet you, I could pluck you from a mile. <laughs> You're kidding? <laughs> and so I remember standing there in their living room, just did, being stunned, like st- I'd been shot with a stinger. Did he say it with a smile, or was it a pretty straight face? Pretty straight face. Did he laugh afterwards? After about five seconds, dead silence. And that was... Because I didn't say anything. I go, oh. And then, like, just freeze. And then he starts laughing. He goes, ah, oh, I'm only joking. But, but I could. Yeah, but really. Don't mess with me. I say, oh, okay. All right. No big deal. Yeah, so. I mean, that's a... I mean, I'm 46, and it was still kind of a big deal, you know, mm. meeting someone's parents. Do you think it ever doesn't become a big deal? No, because I think you want that acceptance. Like her mom, I'm a great friends with, and 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 I love her. You well, know, I think you get to a certain age, you just stop caring about everything. <sighs> really? Yeah. Most most grandparents, uh huh, they really don't care. Do they? You really think grandparents? Care? I don't know many old people, and by old I mean like you know, retired ten years ago. You know, talking yeah. seventy five. Yeah. I think seventy five. You go. Why do I care about really anything? Well, of course you care about certain things, but, but like perception? No, 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 no. Well, you don't no, care I, about perception at seventy-five. I mean, I think if Junior didn't like me, I don't, I don't think it would ruin our relationship, but it would make it more taxing. Oh, make it more challenging. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I want him to like me, of course. Of course. And, and I, but I would not to the point where I would change who I am. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you can't fake it. Fake uh, it. No, no. I mean, and, and, and these guys, once again, you know, they know everything about me. They know the mugshot. They know the rehab. They know, you know, everything. So there's a little more resting on my shoulders when I go in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's a little scary. Oh, I, yeah, no, I, I, can, I can imagine. But, but they were inviting, they were loving, they were welcoming, and, and it wasn't just them. I met uncles and oh, wow. I met aunts, and it was kind of like this mini family reunion, you know? And so when the new guy gets in there with this kind of baggage, you sit down. You have a chat. Yeah, but it was cool. Yeah. And, and, and I love them. They're all great people. And, so, and you know what's interesting? Maybe not, so much, maybe not a ton around here. Well, you never know. But a lot of people, and again, I couldn't do this because my in-laws are uh, churchgoers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people, say from Australia, what happens is, uh, or, or other parts of the world where, where, where people drink, but um, you can kind of relax a little bit more over a glass. You know, you, have a, you share a glass of wine with the in-laws for yeah. the first time. And, yeah. and you, you at least can 
maybe rely is a bad word, but you can you can rely on the drink to settle the nerves a bit. Yeah, no, I don't have that. I, mean? I don't. I don't have that luxury anymore. No, and I didn't either because yeah. they don't. You know, they don't drink, and so there was no offering of beverages. Oh no, they were having a glass of wine and stuff like that. But you can't. No, because you're you. I'm who I am. Yeah, you made yeah, a few yeah. mistakes, and now you're paying the price. But I'm. A, but. I, but it was good because I went in there, had a clear head, ready to go, top of my game, made some jokes. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, if you can get if you can get out of that sober, yeah, you know, or do it sober, I should say, then you can. You can, you do can anything. survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. Because I uh, back home, people are like. You know, meeting the in-laws, they're smacking 12 beers before they go in, looking this way and that, which, and it ends up bad. Yeah, which sounds asinine, because that's yeah. not the way you want to go in there. No, you no. don't want to do that. You want your faculties. You want to be able to... Yeah, you want to, to be sharp. That's what I'm talking about, I Tom. I being sharp, Kate. Right? Wow. So that was a, so it was a pretty big deal. But congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. And then we took... It's the ring. Again. Yeah. And so then we took some people uh, out golfing and had a good time, played yeah. nine holes, and it was a great, great time, you know. And that's what I really enjoy about it. So I guess the takeaway is if you're going to meet the in-laws, do it sober. That's one of the takeaways. The other is... Uh, Become creative as to how you hand out Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. And I think as the month continues, right, I think we, we, we come back to this and maybe not spend as much time on the topic, but certainly bring up suggestions from people. Like, how are you going to hand out Halloween candy, I, if you are at all? Yeah. People are going to have to come up. Maybe you create like a uh, little... Um, Halloween flag? Well, no, but like, you know, some sort of... System. Pulley system? Yeah, pulley system where... Oh, you want candy? Okay, here you go. And you kind of like lower the thing, then you can pull it up, put it in. Oh. I mean, I don't know. People are going to get creative this year. Yeah, I think you, you have, have to. Yeah. I think your 2020 has forced us all to be a little creative and think outside the box. Yeah, do you create like a big uh, glass or, or plastic window? Right now, I'm, I'm going to work on just throwing the ki- candy at the kids. Yeah, I think you've got to become. I think Leslie's not going to allow that. Yeah, she is the brains. Yeah, it's not. All right, so I think this is another great episode of Dadtastic. I don't know if much was learned, but we had a good time, and we hopefully some people laughed, right? That's all that matters. So I, here's what I've got for us next week. Okay. Don't cut your hair. I'm, I'm about to, so you better bring it. I'm bringing a Flobie. Okay. I got my hands on a Flobie. We're going to give each other haircuts. Okay. And uh, have you done your 80s photo already? Uh, no, we don't have the backdrop. Don't worry about it. We're not doing it this year. Okay. So we're going to Flobie next week. Yes. And if you don't bring it, I'm cutting it. Okay. Simple. Okay. Give me five days. I'll give you five days. You give us an hour, we'll give you a smile. You're listening to Dadtastic. Don't forget, it's a KSL podcast. Love you. We made it. Too.